Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm so happy to have you. Eh? Nice to meet you. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. Got a bunch of emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get into a bunch of things that I want to chit chat with my girls about. I'm so excited to have you here. I hope everybody had a great weekend and we're going to have a great week ahead. I'm going tomorrow morning to California for a few days for work and I'm really excited about it. You know what? You know what I'm always excited about? The local cuisine over there. The Cheesecake Factory. It's very, uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a delicacy over there. And I go every single time. And I forgot to tell you guys the last time I went, I don't know if I told you I ate cheesecake at the factory, which I never, ever do. Cause I'm really like, honestly, call me a hater, but I don't like cheesecake in general, but girl, they have key lime cheesecake over there at the factory. I had no gosh, darn clue. And it blew my socks off. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get that too. Very excited about it and excited to see my friends. <laughs> um, what did I want to chit chat with you girls about? Okay, so I started watching the new season. I was waiting for the whole series to come out before I watched it, but the newer season of 90 Day Fiance. We have a few of the same couples, mostly different couples, but you know who's going to be on every goddamn season of 90 Day Fiance? Gino and Jasmine. The two craziest people in the entire world that somehow found each other. Okay, girl, these people are so captivating. Gino was the guy I've spoken about him before. He's the guy that he wears a hat even during sex. Okay, he takes a shower with the hat on. He goes to sleep with the hat on. She was like, I hate the hat because at first the first season that they did together, it was like five seasons ago. I think they were on before the 90 days at first. Um, She was like, I hate the hat. And he said, okay, cool. Yeah. It was a baseball hat. And then he came back with a fedora and then he just never took the fedora off. So he, he just like, she said she didn't like his hat and he just got a shittier hat. Um, and she was like, he wears it when we have sex girl, please. They are so crazy. And then she got, he's oblivious to everything that's going on in the world. She was moving to the U S to be with him. And I'm giving you guys the tea. She's moving to the U.S. because they're, you know, doing their uh, marriage. They're going through with their marriage. And um, she, like, was going to move in with him. And he quit his job so that he could be her boyfriend full time. Like, I'm not sure why he quit his job, but he was like, well, I just want to, like, hang out with you. (laughs) And she wants the money. He didn't realize that she got a, a humongous like butt implants. Okay. This man didn't notice that his wife's ass grew 10 times the size overnight. He, she had to go ahead and tell him, listen, I got, I got implants in my butt. He's like, what? (laughs) Dude, how did you not notice that? And she used his money for it. It was $10,000. This guy has no money. And he really doesn't have money now because he quit his damn job to, to hang out with her. (laughs) girl, please. They are so crazy. So she, she had said, yeah, he doesn't know that I spent his money on it. And she doesn't know that. And he doesn't know that my ex-boyfriend gave me 2000 extra to, for the butt implants. Now, girl, why is your ex paying for your cheeks? I don't know. After that, I said, you know what? I got to take a few days off. (laughs) So I've just been watching this uh, on, it's on my TV right now. Cause I'm just captivated by it. And my cat's really like watching it too. The bald eagle, 
uh, live stream. Are you guys familiar? There's a, a <laughs> there's a live stream of these eagles in California that she laid some eggs and they're taking turns in the nest sitting on the eggs because we're waiting for the eggs to hatch and then they're going to have little babies. So I've been, ha I've had it on for like two days now. I needed a palate cleanser after watching half the, the season of 90 day because Jasmine is really just on one. And then I'm sure a lot of you saw this was the best thing that I watched all week. Even more than the Eagles, there was this story that went viral. You guys can pull it up on YouTube because I watch most of it on YouTube. Uh, the story that went viral on TikTok of this woman talking about the pathological liar that she married. And this man, when I say liar, you know, I mean, he lied about everything. He lied about his family. He lied about his friends. He lied about his job. He lied. He lied about his childhood. He lied about his, of course, his finances because he swindled her. He swindled her and he had this girl thinking that he had $800,000 in the bank from playing arena football. And he was saying, oh, I'll buy you. I'll, what do you want? You want a Mercedes? Oh, I got money in the bank. I'm going to pay cash for the Mercedes. I'll, you want to you want a million dollar house? I'll pay cash for it. And she's like, how do you have this much money? He goes arena football. Now, here's the thing. A couple Google searches could have saved my girl a lot of time. Because she would see that guys that play arena football make like 40 grand a year. So he would have had to pay for several lifetimes. You know, I mean, he would have had to be saving playing arena football for several lifetimes in order to to have that much money in the bank. But hey, to each his own. She trusted him. But her name is Risa Tisa. And when I tell you I was watching Risa Tisa's story, this is a 52 part TikTok series, 52 parts. Each part is 10 minutes long. I wanted to cancel my Netflix. I wanted to cancel my Hulu, my Apple TV, everything. Because I said, I don't need any of it if I, got the, if I got the sauce over here. But I ended up watching like a few of them. And then I'm like, I have to like do stuff. So I pulled it up on my TV. And I found these like uh, YouTube videos that it was like a full you know, it was like the full stories, but it's like our it's guys, it's a, it's like, a, it's a TV show. And she is so I've never watched anything where somebody's doing like a story time on TikTok or on social media where she pays so much attention to detail. She deserves it all. And I love her so much. So that is just, God, I was hooked. I was hooked. I, um, we're going to get to these emails. You guys, I just, one thing about me, I, I love, I love knowing, you know, I love reality TV. I know. I love knowing people's business. I want to know what happened with the ex. I want to know what happened. This guy was such a pathological liar. Forget it. Forget it. And every time I thought it couldn't get worse, guess what? It did. What? It really did. So shout out to Risa Tisa guys. Check her, check her stuff out. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is brought to you by Pretty Litter. You guys know I love Pretty Litter. And ironically, Stanley is meowing in the background. So he loves it too. Um, when you're a cat owner, your fur baby is your entire life. That means that you want to make sure that they're happy, healthy, and smelling great. Pretty Litter makes sure of all of that. It is a low-dust cat litter that instantly traps odors so that your house will smell fresh. And one six-pound bag works for up to an entire month without clumping. That is some serious bang for your buck. What really separates 
separates Pretty Litter from the rest uh, is its color-changing crystals. Pretty Litter changes colors to signify UTI, possible kidney disease, and metabolic acidosis so that you can make sure that your cat gets the care that they need as soon as possible. I think this is like the most genius idea because cats are so resilient and they kind of have this weird thing where they kind of, I look at mine all the time. I'm like, are you sick? Or you just sleep in 18 hours a day. And guess what? Half the time, they're just sleeping 18 hours a day. So, But they're also very resilient and they don't really let you know when they are sick. So it's really nice to have Pretty Litter just as kind of like a security blanket and just kind of ease your anxiety so you're not running them back and forth to the vet all the time. Um, and that you can catch things really early on. So I think it's just the best. Um, I count on Pretty Litter to help keep my house smelling fresh and clean. And you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash secret to save 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash secret. 20% off your first order. Prettylitter.com slash secret. Terms and conditions supply. Terms and conditions apply. Seaside for details. Um, let's get to these emails here. We are going, why do I get so many freaking spam emails? So annoying, honestly. Okay, we are at, and you guys, by the way, just as an update, I didn't get a new phone yet and I didn't get a new computer yet. So that's fun. What can I do? All right, let's see. Okay, this email says, my husband gave me the ick. Hi, my sweet baby girl Carly and the kitty cat gang. I'm writing to you to let you know that my husband gave me the ick at approximately 11.13 a.m. this morning. We were sitting on the couch and he lifted his half-gallon water jug and proceeded to hold it with two hands while he drank it like a little fucking baby. (laughs) Girl, if you don't leave this man alone. You know how babies and toddlers hold up their bottle and sippy cup and breathe really heavy while they drink their milk. My 6'1", 230 pound husband did that. I told him if he ever does it again, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give him a right hook straight to the head. Do you agree? Here's a picture of my two cats. I rescued Oh, separately living in Hawaii. How cute. Let me see. Girl, that is so funny. And then she says, Sarah, if you're listening, thank you for introducing me to this podcast over a year ago. It is now my religion. Love you, Carly. Send me your P.O. box. Girl, I don't have a P.O. box. I don't even know. Do you, Where the hell are the P.O. boxes? Are they at? A, I, and I sound like a dummy dumb, but I never go to the post office ever. I hate it in there. I think in the last 10 years, I've been to the post office twice. I hate the post office. So I, I, yeah, I guess they're, they're over there at the post office, aren't they? Anyway. Oh my God. The cats are really cute. Stop. They're so cute. A tabby and then an orange one. I guess I do agree with the, with the heavy breathing and holding the bottle with two hands. It is a lot, but I just love that. I want, I want to know what he said when you pretty much were like, I want a divorce after that. I'm going to punch you in your face. You really said I'm going to punch you in your face if you you drink (laughs) water like that again. Oh, my God. Okay, let's see. This one says starting startling first date with a short Ebenezer Scrooge. Hi, Carly and the boys. I love you and the pod so much. Oh, thanks so much. I love you, too. 
I'm listening to some old episodes and it reminded me of this first date story that I had to tell you about. So I started talking to this guy on Bumble. We really hit it off and we were talking on the phone almost every night for hours. We had such good banter and we were able to have funny conversation as well as deep talk so easily. We linked profiles on a horoscope app. Oh, and we were almost a complete perfect match. We FaceTimed a bunch as well as as well. So I knew that he was real, although his room was pretty dark and I could really only ever see his face, but that's how I FaceTime too. So I didn't think anything of it. One night on the phone, he asked how tall I am. His bumble didn't say his height. So I knew he was probably not going to be tall, but that's okay. I love a short King. So I say I'm five, four. See, that's also the thing too. Like, sorry to interject here, but I'm five, four as well. And it's like, everyone's taller than us. You know, so it's not like, oh, like, I, like, it's just like, even if a guy isn't tall, he's still tall. Anywho, she says he immediately says, oh, well, you look taller. When I ask him how tall he is, he says, I'm five, nine, but maybe more like five, eight. Okay. So he's five, he's five, six. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, he's five, six or five, five, to be fair. Because one thing about men, they're really they're really finicky about about, uh, you know, a few extra inches. They'll add on a few extra inches wherever they can. (laughs) Okay, because in their heads, they really are all six feet tall. They really believe that. (laughs) Anywho. Uh, She says, I said, okay. And that was that. Well, fast forward to the first time we hung out. He showed up at my house. Girl, why are we? Girlies, please stop having these men. I don't care how connected you feel to them before you meet them in person. Stop giving them your address, please. I'm begging you to stop doing that. Okay. So he shows up at her house. She says, I'm quite literally stunned and shocked and bamboozled. This man is legitimately my height. Like I'm making straight eye contact with him. And he's also about hundred pounds heavier than he was in his bumble photos. Normally none of this would bother me at all. However, he lied to me about his height and what he actually looks like the entire time we've been talking. I'm so caught off guard. He hugs me and immediately says, you're definitely not five, four. Oh my God. You should have gone. No, no, no. I'm five, nine. No, no, no. I lied about my height. No, 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 no. I'm five, nine, babe. Oh my God. Girl, the way he was driving to your house and the whole time he's driving there, he was practicing saying that because he knew that you were going to also, oh my God. It's so ridiculous. Cause it's like, no, yeah, I must be fucking wrong. Cause I don't know how tall I am. I must have net. I, I, you know what? You're right. I don't know how tall I am. Me, the person who's been living in my body my whole life. You're right, dude. I don't know how fucking tall I am. <laughs> he was practicing. He was behind the steering wheel. He was so close to the steering wheel and he has his hands at 10 and two. And he's going, you're definitely not five four. He was practicing. Girl, he was practicing that the whole drive. You're definitely not five four. <laughs> Stop. I, I, I don't even know if I could read this. <sighs> she said, I was like, are you gaslighting me and telling me that I'm lying about my height because you're five four? At one point, he actually seemed shorter than me. <laughs> oh. 
anyway, I have an inner pep talk with myself at this moment because I'm like, well, we hit it off so well, just try and look past it. And maybe the date will be amazing. Carly, everything this man proceeded to do gave me the ick more. And I couldn't even take it. First of all, his jeans were cuffed. Of course they were. He's fucking five, four. His jeans were cuffed. Come on, sister. I would go ahead and guarantee that his jeans are cuffed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) The cuff was thick. It wasn't a little cuff. Girl, you got to do the math here. You got to do some math here. You said he's 100 pounds heavier than you thought he was going to be. And he's he's about a foot shorter than not a foot. You guys do the math. I can't do it but he's a lot shorter than you thought he was going to be. There's going to be a lot of extra inches on those jeans. Okay. All right. He sat down on my couch. Okay. So now he's in the house. Now the call is coming from inside the house. Okay. Tell me why his legs were dangling off the bed. Girl, I swear to God, I can't read this email. We're dangling like my five-year-old daughters. Oh my God. He literally could have been swinging his feet and they were in the air. At this point, we're drinking and I'm literally chugging wine to get through this. I'm like, okay, well, I might as well just sleep with this guy. Now, how did we get from point A to point B to point C now? Because now she's saying, you know what? I might as well just sleep with this guy because he's already here. Now, if the bar isn't in hell, girls, if you say ever in your head, and I, and I need you girls pretending I'm holding your hand. No, I'm holding you. I'm holding you on the side of your uh, side of each of your face. Okay. And I'm shaking you very gently, not aggressively, but I'm saying, listen to me. Anytime you have to say, I might as well just sleep with this guy because he's already here, that's the only thing he has going for him is his location. He's already here (laughs) swinging his feet on my couch. You got it. It's never going to be worth it. If, if, if the best thing a guy has for him is that he's already here, it's not going to work. Okay. And I know this isn't going anywhere. Maybe the sex is going to be good. Okay. Well, Carly, I needed the Lord in that moment. I'll tell you that much right now. We went into my room and he took off his pants and started to unveil an extremely long black wife beater tank top. That was literally the length of dress. Girl, I can't do this anymore. I'm so sorry, but I can't. I can't read this email. It somehow keeps getting worse. Okay. It was the length of a dress. It was giving Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm, you guys, I'm not going to laugh the rest of the time reading this email. Okay, I'm very serious about this and I'm not going to laugh. I got to push through. He kept that on the entire time. <laughs> okay. He kept that on the entire time, by the way. There was also a strange moment during sex where he told me to put my head on the foot of the bed. We were still in missionary position, but I believe he was using 
my headboard. <laughs> to push off with his feet. <laughs> oh my God. Something I can only describe <laughs> as a frogger like move. Needless to say, the sex was not good. Yeah, no shit. I was counting down the seconds until bedtime. I let him sleep over because we had been drinking and tell me why we were falling asleep. And he whispered, I love you in my ear. Of course he loves you. Naturally, I pretended that I was asleep and that I didn't hear it. The next morning, I couldn't get it. get him out of my house fast enough. Anyway, I have since given up on short kings for a while. Love you, big smooches. Girl, this was at no point did I know where this was going. At no point could you have prepared me for what what just happened in this email. Okay, I, I, I can't. I. There's so many questions. Why was he first of all, why was he in your house? Second of all, why why were you like, I'm going to do it? And and you convinced yourself this is how delusional we are as women, because I've convinced myself of some of the craziest shit in the entire world. You know how many times I honestly had like a guy hasn't like called me or texted me and I genuinely think he died. I'm like, he died. He passed away. There's no way that he would ever not call me. Please. He's obsessed. Right. We're so delusional. You convinced yourself that this man was a sex God and that that was going to be where you guys connected the most. I mean, girl, I, I just you want to know what I love you so much for telling me this story because it really gave me a good laugh. But Jesus Christ. The bar is in hell because the girlies are going, man, eh, he's here. Whatever. Whatever. I'm dying. Oh, God. Wow. I that was I don't think I've ever la- I laughed that hard reading an email on this podcast. <sighs> I just wasn't ready for it. OK. So. <laughs> This next one says, let's see. This next one says, two icks. Uh, when you're vacuuming and a guy has to pick up his feet and hold them in the air. Girl, did we did we already do this ick or is this from a different person? Bonus ick when it happens in public, like in the airport or in a movie theater. And number two, and this may have been mentioned before, but a guy doing a step over a puddle or a spill. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like if you're a guy, you got to jump over the puddle or stomp in it. You know? Okay, this one is a follow-up email from the next one, uh, from the last episode. It says, yes, please tell me. Hi, Carly and the Fur Babies. Greeting from New Zealand. Oh, cool. All right. (laughs) I don't know how (laughs) nerdy learned. (laughs) I just know that they do like, uh, hello, hello, you know, I don't know if that's New Zealand, actually, now that I think about it. Anywho, I met a guy uh, from New Zealand over there when I was over in Italy. I met him at a club and then uh, he he. He was a sheep shearer. I know I told you guys that, but that's the only person I think I know from New Zealand. He's like, oh, I'm a sheep shearer. Or sheep shears. I, I share sheeps. 
And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I didn't even, I can't even believe that that's a job. Anywho. And then I followed him on Instagram and every single picture is, is, is of a sheep with no hair. (laughs) Girl, please. It's so funny. Anyway, shout out to him. She says, I'm listening to the question about the girly who doesn't know whether to message her ex flings current girlfriend. If I was the girlfriend, I would 1000% want to know, even if they were just talking or casual at the time, I think it would be better to say something just in case they weren't. It's better safe than sorry. I'm the type of person who really feels comfortable talking to somebody if I'm the only person that they're talking to. But I have had guys lie to me about not talking to other women at the same time. I know it's not easy as I myself have had to send this message before, but please say something to her. Thank you so much for such a great podcast. It comes out on Tuesday for me instead of Monday. So it's always starting my Tuesday off great. Oh my God, that's so interesting. The way that I've never even goddamn thought about that that it's not Monday for all the girlies. Wow. I need to be more inclusive for, for the New Zealand girlies. And, and I get where you're saying it's one of those, it's one of those topics where I was like, and I still am like 50, 50 on it. I'm 50, 50, but I just feel like the likelihood of it blowing up in her face. If she reaches out to the girl and tells her, I don't know. I don't know. I get where you're coming from though. It's like, I don't know. We'll see if we have any more responses. Let's see. Uh, You know, throughout this episode. So this one says, reply to the girly who went through a hoe phase. Hi, Carly and the boys. In response to the girl who's in a happy relationship and went through a hoe phase and slept with two of her guy friends back in the day, my vote is not to tell. Agree. Agree. She says, here's why. I've been in a serious relationship for two years before my boyfriend and I started dating. We were good friends. He told me about hookups he had from time to time. It never phased me when we were just friends. But when I started getting serious with him and I'd have to be around those people because they were a part of his friend group, there was one girl in the group that he'd never mentioned that he slept with before, but she had told me early on in my friendship with her. One day I confronted him about it and he basically said he never brought it up because he never thought about it. I would pay a lot of money for a magic button to erase my memory about these things. I very much trust my boyfriend and I don't have any assumptions that anything would ever happen with these people, but it's not fun having that in the back of my head when I'm around them. I agree. Spare your boyfriend the anguish if you can. I agree a thousand percent. I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. Okay, this one says, why are men? Hi, Carly and the kitties. I love you so much. And I'm so grateful uh, for what you do for the girlies every week. Oh, thank you so much. So I am a recent divorcee by choice and have just started swiping on the apps. I'm looking for some casual hookups or connections with people who aren't looking for something serious until I'm ready to date again. Since starting a few months ago, I've been ghosted by a decent amount of guys and I don't get it. It seems insane. I am 34 year old hottie who just wants to get boned casually and consistently. What what's the matter with that? Some men are all talk, no action, and they're too afraid to ever actually meet up. Some hang around and hook up once and then ghost me, even if they're like medium ugly and I barely like them. And then some realize that they want something more than casual. The ghosting thing is confusing to me because I hate that I get upset when it comes eat when it comes, even though I know it's probably for the best, how can I stop getting hurt from the ghost? Any tips on finding someone casual, um, with someone that's on the same page as you are, it's hard out here. Thank you so much. Kiss you right on the lips. Oh, kiss you right on the lips too. Um, okay. So I think the key to, if you're really looking for something, you know, like you're kind of like 
essentially like a rebound, right? Because you just got out of a marriage. You're not looking for anything serious right now. Power to you. I think that the key there is to make sure that you genuinely don't um, have romantic feelings for this person or like you don't see like a potential of that happening because I think that whether we want to admit it or not, when we take that next step to that next level and we hook up with somebody, we're connected to them in, in a different way. So I think that like the key is to go like, I see this person as a friend, we get along great. The, I always say the only thing that matters if you're going to hook up with somebody is that they respect you and they treat you with respect. That's it. So if you have that, then that's when you do it. But if you feel like after you hook up with somebody and you're kind of like, oh, that he, he was really nice. Maybe he would be boyfriend vibes, whatever. Because uh, that's when you end up getting hurt. We always think, oh, no, I, I, I could do this and not have any feelings. And then it's like, you know, then you're drinking wine in the bathtub out of the bottle. And, and hey, <laughs> could it be me? But it happens to the best of us, right? I'm trying to think of what else you can do. I think it's like, I think it's really hard. This is like almost more difficult than if you were looking to just like be in a relationship. It's kind of more difficult to say like, I want to do something casual because the longer you go with that too, it's inevitable that someone's going to have feelings or somebody's going to get hurt. So I, I also will say, um, meeting people online seems to be really difficult because I, and I think the reason why is because people have no, um, responsibility in a way. I I don't really know the word that I'm looking for, but I feel that they don't have like, they've never met you in person yet. Right. So they don't have that connection. They don't know any of the same people as you. They don't see you on a regular basis. They, they don't, they've never had like a personal meeting or connection with you where they feel, um, you know, like, oh, I'm going to follow through with this, or I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. So I'm not going to ghost them. I'm going to give them a response or whatever. If that makes any sense. I think that that is a huge thing when it comes to online dating. It's like, if I would have met this person in at a bar or in a restaurant or at a coffee shop or whatever, you have a stronger, uh, likelihood of really seeing them again, because you met, you get the vibes, you know, that you connected, you know, that you both find each other attractive. There's no, there's not as much like unknown. Um, so I would, I would implore you to go out, you know, with your friends to restaurants, bars, whatever, and meet people in person. I know it sounds like it sounds a lot harder than it actually is. Um, and you'll end up like, don't go out specifically for that reason. Like, oh, we're on the hunt. Cause that is just like the weirdest vibes. And you could always like pinpoint who's doing that. But if you go out and just go out and have fun with your friends, you're going to meet people. Um, I think that that's probably better off. And I think it, 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 it does feel like it would be a more genuine connection. And then if you're just like, Hey, let's, you know, let's go, let's get out of here. What do people say? Hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> you Tony comes out. Hey, what do you say? <laughs> when you finish with that drink, we get out of here. Whoa. <laughs> but I think that's, uh, 
would be helpful. Okay, this one says, hi, it's the sleep med psycho again. Hello, uh, my friend just called me with a predicament and I had no answers that were acceptable to her. So now I turn to you, my Lord Savior. Oh, thanks much. My friend lives a pretty in a pretty basic apartment complex, although being a 24 year old has is a grown businesswoman um, with more respect for others than as a 31 year old. I could ever comprehend moving on. She's had a few awkward run-ins with her neighbors who are from what I understand our age and really love leaving her notes on her door about absolutely meaningless shit. Well, a few days ago, there was a face-to-face interaction, my nightmare, and it went something a little bit like this. Hold on. Okay. I'm just like, I feel like that was confusing for me. And I, and I should be quite honest. I'm not sure why. Okay. So her friend lives in an apartment. She's really nice. And these people leave notes on her door, which by the way is so fucking insane. And it feels so college to me, but what, what can you do? <clears throat> so she says, Hey, uh, the neighbor says, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that we could hear you last night. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but if it were me, I would want someone to tell me she was in shell shock. Um, now knowing this girl, I can confirm that she loves her boyfriend. Um, but like I said, she respects her neighbors and her privacy. So she goes out of her way to be quiet in a not so quiet girly's body. Uh, also, I'm sorry, the audacity, the outright nerve of a human to be so awkward to her face. She has been racking her brain over this because now, as anyone would be, she's thinking of a couple listening to her every time her man gets her and her man get down and dirty. She's trying to avoid making this a hostile living environment, but she also wants to know that these freak downstairs don't have their ceiling, their ears up to the ceiling whenever she's just trying to do God's will. Please confirm for her sake that number one, these people have no sex of their own. True. Number two, she should buy them earplugs and leave it on their door with a note that says for next Friday night and tape it to the door. And number three, go to the local news channel and report them and have them evicted. Well, I don't know that they did anything on the grounds of them being evicted, but I I do think they deserve to be in jail because that is just so awkward. Oh my God. Even thinking about it makes me, uh, I hate it. No. Um, she says, okay, maybe not three. <laughs> Maybe not three, uh, but I'm an Italian Leo from Long Island. I only know extremes. She says, P.S. This is not a quote unquote, I'm writing in for a friend situation. My ass would have just laughed in their face and will be having even louder sex with with myself if necessary. I get it. I would I would just say, well, I don't think that's really. I would honestly be like, that's so over the line, inappropriate. Mind your business. Or I would lie and be like, well, I hear you guys too, freaks. <laughs> that almost feels like something that's contrived to like, I don't know. There's something really, really weird about that. Ugh. I would say if anything ever came up again, I would be like, that was so inappropriate. I would probably actually just say it um, in general. Next time I see them. Hey, I just want to let you know, you made me feel really uncomfortable and inappropriate. And now I, I feel weird about being in my own home. So thanks. I would say something for sure. 
We also have fast-growing trees. Did you know that fast-growing trees is the biggest online nursery for in the U.S. Um, with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States. You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of a wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one or two days. Um, along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Even if you have the worst track record with plants, their experts will help you out i had gotten something from fast growing trees and they have this really cool tool on their website where you put um you you can get indoor outdoor plants i of course have to do indoor i wish i could do outdoor plants but i can't um but you put your climate where you live and it gives you a lot of great recommendations for like things kind of like that will adapt well like to your particular location and where you live and um so I got this really pretty plant. It's pink. And I had went to go get a flower pot for it. And I showed the guy at the plant store. And he said, wow, this is really rare. It's pink. Hello, that's so freaking cute. What am I, a gosh darn princess? I think so. Um, it's time to get your house looking cute again. Right now, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants, as well as free shipping this week. And the girlies get an additional 15% off when using the code SECRET at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com. Using the code SECRET at checkout, fastgrowingtrees.com, code SECRET. Offer is valid for a limited time. Tell them I sent you. Okay. This says embarrassing and a little advice. Hi, Carly and the kitties. I just wanted to write in and say, why are coffee shops the most embarrassing place? I work remotely and sometimes work from a coffee shop and I have to either pack up my laptop and take it with me to the bathroom or ask someone to watch my laptop while I pee. Like, what are they going to do? Chase someone down and fight a stranger for my laptop back? And I <laughs> and I want to die when they shout your co coffee order with your name and you have to walk over and claim it. Yes, I'm Holly and I get a decaf honey lavender latte. Oh my God, a what? What is a honey lavender latte? She says, I'm so ashamed. Also to the girl who wasn't sure if she should tell her boyfriend about the hookup with her guy friends in their friend group. I feel like if he wanted to know about her past hookups, he would have asked and or at least alluded to it. If he hasn't asked you, if he has asked you and you omitted the friend hookups, he may see it as more of a betrayal. But in my experience, people will let you know that they're interested in your history of sexual partners. Um, if they want to, but if they don't, you can just keep it to yourself. Agree. I think we all agree that there's no need to talk about it. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for the little rant. My style icon and the only person who's ever maybe considered bleaching my eyebrows. Oh, thank you so much. My eyebrows are halfway grown in now. I'm going to redo them in a, you know, whatever few weeks or something. Okay, this one says, hold on. Okay, this one says, just a drooling girly. Hi, Carly and the cutie handsome boys. I've been watching you since the girl code days. Oh, thanks much. My husband and I were watching reruns just last week. I just started listening to the potty a few months ago and I'm absolutely hooked. You crack me up and give the best advice. Thanks so much. Uh, when my husband and I get in the car, he says, so are we listening to the potty? 
<laughs> want to start by saying drooling in your sleep is the most embarrassing, but what's more embarrassing than this drooling on your husband's bare chest every night. Agree. He always wants to cuddle as we fall asleep and I can't help it, but I'm a snoring sleeps with her mouth open girly a few times a week. I wake up and there's a little puddle on his chest that I quickly wipe off as I cringe my life away. My husband always laughs it off and says he doesn't mind, but it's so gross and so embarrassing. I agree with you a thousand percent. It really is girl. It really is the worst. It just makes me feel like, okay, am I, am I a like puppy? Like not even a puppy. Am I a, boxer like a, a full-grown boxer dog and also a boxer athlete because I feel like they're drooling too like when they get punched and you see like I I don't know what um movie I'm thinking about but the guy the guy gets punched and like the spit comes all the way out of his mouth that's me she says, I have a question for you and the girlies. I recently got married in August, but have been with my husband for a few years now. I've been taking medication for several years and it's significantly impacted my sex drive. My husband is the opposite and could go at it any time of day. He's always very respectful and never pushes me to do anything that I'm not in the mood for, but I love him so much and I want to have his special time with his cute self. We do the deed, but not often as I'd like. My mind says yes, but my body says no. Any advice would be so, so appreciated. Girl, we had someone um, write in a few weeks ago about the same thing. And I don't think we had any follow-ups about it. I know that this is a common, um, I know that this is a common problem, right? Because I know a bunch, I have a bunch of friends that this has happened to where I remember a few of my friends had been on Accutane at the same time. And they all said this happened, um, low, this lower sex drive and it just wasn't what it, like, you just didn't feel the way you used to. And I know that I can't imagine how frustrating that is. So I'm sorry you're going through that. But uh, there was a, a girly who wrote in a few weeks ago about going on, I think it was a antidepressant or maybe an SSRI or something. And she was having the same problem. So if anyone has battled this and has any tips, please, please do uh, let us know. But yes, I, I a thousand percent agree with you with the... <laughs> the drooling. Oh my God. Cause it's like, I sleep with my mouth open too. And I swear to God, my, you guys, I'm getting it. I made an appointment for next week to go get Invisalign, uh, an Invisalign consultation because I'm like, I'm done. I feel like I have really bad TMJ because my, just my teeth don't match up. And I think that's why I'm a mouth breather. I think that's why I sleep with my mouth open. And I think that's why I drool. And I think that's why, um, I have really bad migraines. So, okay. So she's, uh, this next one says embarrassing list update. I'm running a list of embarrassing things in the notes app for the girlies. And here are a few that are standing out this week. Number one, squeaky shoes. Agree. Number two, promotion announcements. Number three, stomach issues. Thousand percent. Five, phone flashlight on. And six, editing an iMessage after you sent it. Ooh, yeah, that's embarrassing because the person always says, what what did it say before you edited it? It's like, don't worry about what it said because I fixed it now. You don't need to inquire about that. Phone flashlight on is is so embarrassing. Do you want to know why? Because it seems like you're taking a video that happened to me. 
I was working with somebody that's like a really famous person. And I was like, you know, we were like in between work. So we're just kind of all, everyone's kind of like sitting around and I, I was just texting on my phone or doing something on my phone, scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or something. And my freaking phone flashlight was on. And I felt like, oh my God, she thinks that I'm taking a video of her. Could you imagine? And she said something. She went, oh, your, your light's on. And I went, oh my God, like I'm such an idiot. It's the, that really is humiliating. Okay. This one says, opinion for the girl dating the guy who was long distance with somebody else. Hi, Carly, Stanley, and Robert. So this is in regards to, uh, this is another response to the girly from last week who wrote in about, um, she didn't realize that the time that she was dating somebody overlapped with the times that he was dating his now fiance or uh, woman that he just bought a house with, right? She says, hi, Carly, Stanley, and Robert. So I think the girl who was dating the guy who had the long distance girlfriend should join the Facebook group. Are we dating the same guy in her city? Maybe join the group uh, for the city of where you live and the one from their hometown. Make an anonymous post. Smart. Smart. Make an anonymous post with the guy's first name and last initial saying, if you were long distance with this guy during this time and just moved in with him, I have some information. Please comment. I believe that you're allowed to post his picture in the comments if you want to make it clear who you're talking about. Hopefully. Oh, my God, this is so smart. Hopefully she or a friend of hers will see it and you can share your information anonymously or even say my friend dated him during that time. So that way there's less direct confrontation from you a thousand percent. And then you could just play dumb. Good luck. Also, the people here sharing their embarrassing usernames. I thought I would share mine. I was a freshman in high school at the time, and it was trendy for everyone to switch their Twitter handle to their first name backwards. So I did it too. Unfortunately, my name is Marissa. <laughs> I knew it contained the word ass <laughs> when I read it backwards, but I didn't realize it was actually a provocative sentence until somebody from my high school replied and said, replied to one of my teeth tweets and said, I'll ram it. I was so confused until I finally saw it. My name backwards is ass. I ram. (laughs) I was so embarrassed, but later in life, I use it as a funny pickup line. I now joke and say my name to my future daughter, Lana, is going to be the same silly backwards spelling tradition going. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Not ass I ram. <laughs> God, that's a good one. It's it is funny when it's like we purposefully had like funny ones that are like kind of cringe and funny to us now, but it's really funny when we didn't read things properly. It reminds me of, um, when, uh, on (laughs) arrested development, when Tobias he's, he's a therapist and a actor or something like that. And it's, he's like, I'm an anal rapist. 
it's so funny. Jeez Louise. Anywho. This next one says. When it when keeping it real goes wrong and an FMK. Hi, Carly. I'm obsessed with you and I wish that we could chit chat. I talk back at you during every podcast and I just had to write in after this episode where the girl found out she was in a relationship with a trifling man who had just bought a house with somebody else and was wondering if she should tell the girl. I love when the girlies show up and show out for each other, honestly. I recently found out I found myself in a situation where I chose to tell a girl about her man because he denied her existence for a goddamn year and a half and was full blown giving me every excuse under the sun why he was so into me, but we weren't officially together. How the fuck did I have texts, dates, timelines, full on sexual experiences with this man, sometimes in the home that he lives in with this girl and I didn't know. Holy shit. I found out unexpectedly by a friend of his who thought that I knew and it was just a side arrangement when we were planning a surprise birthday party for him. It was so humiliating. Is he blind? Did he think that I didn't deserve more pictures of me attached? So I'm a whole ass CEO and independent and well-traveled and obviously hilarious and so much fun. This treatment is illegal and should go straight and he should go straight to jail. Well, the worst part is, uh, and this is not the whole saga, but you have the other girlies writing in, so we must be brief. Um, was that when I reached out to her to let her know, she said, oh, is he still in contact, LMAO, and basically said that she knew about me and heard that I was obsessed with him and called me a homewrecker. See, that's just PTSD. That's just deny that she's just in denial at that point. Girl, he sh he showed up at my house in October telling me that he was obsessed with me and crying and saying that he can't get his shit together. But OK, so I sent her screenshots of the conversations where he tells me things such as how I'm the one for him. And oh, my God, this guy really what to me, it's like with guys like this, it's very much. Why did you do all that? You didn't have to go ahead and do all that. Because it's like. Nobody asked you to tell me you're obsessed with me, oh, even though I kind of do need that. But to me, it's like, why did you even go to that level? You could have just we weren't anything serious. It is what it is, you know. OK, so he shows up at uh, her house in October and says that he's obsessed and he was crying, saying that he couldn't get his shit together, of course. But OK, I send her screenshots of the conversations where he tells me things such as how I'm the one for him and how much I mean to him and blah, blah, blah. Not all the proof I have, because I can tell by her demeanor that I've sold down the river and apparently she chooses to sit, stay um, and not without calling me, quote unquote, older. I am a few years older than him, but I don't look it. And it's such a cunty jab. That says a lot about her character. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like, girl, you'll be my age in three years. Get over it. Also, your man cheated on you. <laughs> Who cares if I was born in 1922? I'm telling you the facts here. She says, anyhow, I've never been in this position before and seeing how he lied about me to her, which obviously he would if he lied about her to me, it all just feels icky. I know that she probably won't hear the story because if she was a member of Secret Keepers Club, she would love herself more. But the word of warning to others that you cannot account for the level of gaslighting and crazy that men will put us through. And, and so you might as well just 
feel like you're doing the right thing. Many women would sooner defer to internalized misogyny to hold their rather than holding their own man accountable. Jury is still out on if I did the right thing. I typically would just let karma work on things, but I was wanting more immediacy from him. Attached is me, them, from a very recent party where allegedly she was snapping at women to stop hitting on her boyfriend. You want to know what? At this point, like, he's probably, like, done this to her. Like, he's, he's probably made her this person that she... I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and saying she's probably not normally like this, right? But he's made her into this person and now he's in the perfect position, right? Because he just goes, oh, my girl's crazy. She's so crazy. You ever meet a guy and he's like, my ex was crazy and they were doing this shit to her and drove her damn near into a straitjacket? That's why I never believe anytime a guy's like, oh, my ex was crazy. Oh, my ex before that, she was crazy too. And blah, blah, blah. I go, how, how weird. Huh. All the crazy girls just can't get enough of you, huh? Because the numbers aren't numbering and the math isn't mathing. And yet here I am crunching the numbers. It seems like 100% of women that you've dated seem to be crazy. Hmm. <sighs> I and, and that's me. Like, I think she's in the wrong a thousand percent. I think that she should have seen this as you looking out for her and trying to do the right thing. I don't think she should have called you any any names or made you feel like shit or anything like that but just know that what you did didn't fall on deaf ears she's just so consumed by this man that she doesn't see everyone else is the villain except for him meanwhile he's causing all of her problems that's the way it goes down unfortunately um let's see these pictures Cutie patootie, where is that? Is that in Sicily? Cutie. Oh my God. He is so damn regular. Of course. He is the, he is, if you, if you, you know what? And it's always these guys. It's always these guys. He's, first of all, this, your cat is freaking adorable. This is like one of the cutest cats I've ever seen. Number one. But this picture of them, if you could picture a man, right, that is a, a slice of white bread, not toasted, no butter, no jelly, nothing spicy, nothing interesting. It's always these guys. It's so funny. It's like <laughs> I saw this TikTok that I think about all the time. And I remember sending this to my friend at the time because she was dating a guy who was so uh First and foremost, he he didn't do the right thing by her. So now I'm going to say what else? He was so regular and not like anything to write home about. And I remember seeing this TikTok of this girl going like, I was I was thought I would give an ugly guy a shot and he still clowned on me. They have the audacity just as much as anyone else. You're not safe. So anyway. That's cracking me up. But this guy is so regular. It's it's insane. And of course, you're so pretty, gorgeous, cute, beautiful, stunning. I want to know where this picture was, but oh, she's Louise. OK, and then she she says, setting my best and to you and the fam and hope to see you around New York soon. Oh, thank you. And then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill that we're going to do. Oh, guys, did I tell you? 
um, I went to get a, a full body, um, derm, derm exam this week. And listen, it was, I knew that the nurse was one of the girlies and she, I just knew, I just knew. And, um, I felt so crazy because I had, she had put me in the room and she was like, Oh, like we chatted for a minute. And then she left the room. The doctor comes in and I thought, okay, um, it's just going to be me and the doctor. Right. And I don't know if you guys have been, uh, at, you know, done a full body derm exam. Number one, you should, cause it's important, but they check you everywhere. Okay. Girl. They're looking at your cheeks. Okay. They're looking at, they're looking at everything, not one inch of your body. And of course it's literally a full body skin exam. So all of the skin on your body is getting examined. Anywho, one of the girlies saw my chuchi, my cha-cha, my booty, my boobies, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I know she sees it all day, but there's something about just someone that listens to your podcast, seeing your butthole. <laughs> That's kind of just like, oh boy, now you really, it, and, and of all the girlies, she's the number one girly, I would say. <laughs> Anywho, you guys, let's do this fuck Mary kill that, that, uh, she just sent in. It was, where did I just have it? It was cancer Capricorn or Leo. So see, I'm, what's the one, uh, so I'm a cancer sun, right? I'm a Scorpio cancer Sag. So I think that if I was, it's really hard. It's really hard. I know that cancers are like overly emotional, but I kind of would marry that. I would, unfortunately, and I'm so sorry, but I would kill Leo and I'm so sorry because I'm Scorpio and I just feel compatibility wise, I don't know that that's a good match. I think that I am really good friends with Leos, but I think a Scorpio and a Leo together is almost Scorpio and Scorpio vibes. And it's just like, you know what, babe, it's giving, it's giving Scorpio, Leo. No, Scorpio, Scorpio. No, Scorpio, Gemini, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Scorpio Aquarius couldn't be me, by the way. Scorpio really doesn't get along with anyone. So anywho, I would marry cancer, fuck Sag, and then kill Leo. Unforch, but I'll be friends with all the Leo girlies, but I won't marry you. I can't. Anywho, I love you guys. Hope you have a great week, great week ahead. And you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we'll see you soon. Bye.